Yeah, it's welcome in everyone. And this is the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast, part of the Full 10 Yards Network. Have an opinion. And of course, we'll be putting some money on those opinions today as we run the rule over the NFL draft. Uh, to help me do so, I'll bring in our, our betting expert, as always, Adam Wolford at Touchdown Tips on the Twitter. Adam? Hey, Tim. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good, mate. Um, looking forward to the draft tomorrow. Looking um, very much forward to it. If, um, getting a few bets down today. So, yeah, can't wait now. Just before we get into it, though, do you know what, do you know what the time is? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, half eight, uh, 22nd of April. Luckily, I'm still working, so I'm still keeping yeah. track of everything. That might be the time, but it's also time to win some quiche. <laughs> oh. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. Uh, it has been certainly. Well, we've got nothing to bet on, have we? We've just got two ants going down the down the side by and uh, see which one gets to the end of the, the pavement first. Um, yep. But yeah, on today's uh, today's uh, betting podcast, we're going to obviously do our 100 pound challenge, which we like to do on the NFL draft, and uh, we're going to look at loads of different markets that are available and all the different bookies and what they've got available as well, and what we do, what we like, what we don't like, and uh, maybe a bit of discussion as well around some of the uh, like the positional uh, side of things. But talking obviously, obviously we've we've had nothing to bet on, Adam. Have you uh, have you got a war chest of of cash to, to spend on the draft? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've um, it's been quite quite um nice to be honest yeah checking my balance every week and actually having money in there instead of it all going on, uh, all going on soccer over the weekend so yeah it's been been quite quite a relief to be honest and yeah it's it's probably going to be my most bet nfl draft in quite a while a because there's a billion markets and b because i've actually got money mm, yeah yeah so you haven't been sucked into the world of marble racing then yet no, 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 no. There's even like virtual sims of Madden and basketball and things like that. And no, not a chance I'm doing that. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Um, but before we get into all the bets and that stuff, uh, George, I just want to remind all our lovely listeners where they can find all your good stuff. And obviously you, you will have some uh, some draft stuff going up on your website. Yeah, uh, at Touchdown Tips on Twitter and touchdowntips.com on the internet. Lovely stuff. Okay. Um, so I was on a, I was on a walk earlier with my beautiful wife, and I was thinking of yeah. Obviously, the bookies are generally uh, in terms of them versus the punters usually have edges over over most people. But do, do you think that the the NFL draft is probably one of the few events where we could potentially still have a bit of an edge? Uh, I know there's a lot of rumor stuff going on Twitter, and but if you if you if you've got kind of somebody that it's, it's probably one of the few things that you can actually get an edge on because you're, you're not necessarily limited stake wise either. Yeah, yeah, I think you I think you're right there. Basically it's all information based. So if they've got a lineup from a week ago and you manage to get the news ahead of most people, then you should be able to get a decent price. Um especially this coming week. There's uh I say this coming week, these two days, there's gonna be a lot of uh, little bits of information coming out that you should be able to uh kind of figure uh, sort your way through and uh, find an edge across uh, across the books. I mean there's been loads of guff out today about Dolphins either they gave um, two or a medical pass at the combine apparently, which is fairly big news. And then the next bit of news was that they're going to trade up to three, which I frankly think is a utterly ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's a good one for the betters if you're clever enough and if you're sensible enough and mm-hmm. if you're able to kind of pass information through your mind and uh, get through it all. Yeah, yeah, and I say we have a couple of tips as well. Following following the money is usually good, especially just before the draft. Obviously, uh, you know, cash your minds back to 
couple of years ago in Baker Mayfield uh, wasn't yep. wasn't expected to go number one overall, and there the draft uh, flood of money came in as well. So um, they obviously don't go scrolling around Twitter and finding those different rumors, rumors and burner accounts, and just yeah, you can lose a lot of money going that way. So uh, just obviously be careful of, of what whose advice you're you're following, whether who they're connected to, and all the rest of it as well. So uh, and follow a bit of late money because um, that ten generally is when the cat's out of the bag for, for some places as well so um, yeah I mean it's only this time last year uh, let's say I was betting on I was betting against Carla Murray going to the Cardinals so but there we go um, probably a bit more it's probably a bit more, um, a bit more clear cut this year for your for your Bengals at number one. But um, yeah, okay. With the, with the NFL draft, Adam, are there any kind of bets you like or dislike? Um, you know, is there any particular markets that you think there's a, a lot of value in? Obviously, you've got everything from you know players to be drafted in the top five, top ten, first round, or you've got you know player position stuff. Um, is there anything you particularly like betting on? Um, likes is yeah, it'd be just um, draft position of players really, and. Again, that's um, more finding out um, bits of news over the week, mm. finding out um, little bits of information where you can kind of work it all out, uh, looking at mock drafts, seeing what, how they change through the week. Obviously, you want to try and get the most recent one you can because the bookies will probably be basing it on uh, a day or two's later, uh, earlier information. So if you can get a new one where someone has got a little bit of information, then it's normally a pretty good thing. Mm. Um, yeah, top top five, top ten. I don't really like. There's not a whole lot of value there for any of them. Really, the top ten was fairly well locked down, and even then, the ones who were slightly on the outside, they're only two to one, three to one, uh, two to one at best. Really, yeah. so it's not really worth it. Um, players to go to X team is really a bit of a waste of money because there's yeah. so much that can happen, especially if you're picking someone after the middle of the round. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Um, so yeah, the yeah draft position I think is the main one, but you're obviously only looking at ten to elevens really. Mm. Um, but they they are probably the easier ones to get an edge on. Yeah, and obviously with the, the draft as well, you get a lot of uh, kind of requested bets. There's absolutely mountain, an absolute yeah. mountain of requested bets to, to get through. It's probably harder to get through that than the. Uh, and then running backs getting through the Jaguars' defensive line to to get five yard gain, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at some of the main markets any, anyway. Um, some of the more interesting ones is kind of you know, first player to be drafted in their particular position. So if we start off with the wide receiver, wide receiver position, at CD Lamb, and so these these uh, prices are taken at half eight on the twenty second uh, on the Wednesday. So again, by the time you, maybe you listen to this, or you know, if you listen to it just before the draft, the prices might have changed. But wide receiver one shouldn't be too bad to say, and, and until a, a cat comes out of the bag, then you're going to see a big fluctuation so again watch kind of watch the market uh, which is good. It's a good thing for if you do your odds checker you can kind of see the history of the bets as well so uh, you mm-hmm. can see kind of what's been going in and coming out so um, yeah we'll top wide receiver CD Lamb the favourite 11 to 10 uh, that's currently with 888 Jerry Judy 6 to 4 um, that's with Betfred and uh, Ruggs as well is 11 to 2 Any anything you like there obviously it's, it's nice that you kind of have a market like this and they're both that every kind of selection is is not over it's not worse than evens is that yeah they're all odds against but is there any anything that take particular six fancy because rugs is the kind of the the fly in the ointment isn't it yeah rugs was six to one about about a month ago i I managed to get on that so i only had a little bit on but um i did i i can't for me it's lamb and i think it's going to be lamb he was seven to four last week when i put out a wide receiver post i'm a little annoyed i didn't get on myself at that time because as you said he's now the favorite the the hype's been building on him all, all the way through since the combine. 
um, not been much about Judy at all. And then there's a little bit that's yeah. coming out now about his um, injury history as well, which um, I don't know whether it's designed to try and push him down the board a bit. But yeah, uh, Lamb seems to be more of the uh, WR1 than Judy is, despite them both being possibly incredibly good. Like I've, I've read a lot about this wide receiver class and I'm sure you've heard lots about it, that it's just one of the craziest most stacked wide receiver classes in probably in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just a, a crazy, crazy class. But yeah, it sounds like Lamb probably will be the one, um, whether it's to the Jets or not, I don't know. But uh, that's who I think will be the first one to take wide receiver. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, let's move over to running back then. It's more of a two-horse race here. DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor. Swift 4-7, uh, Taylor 5-2, to two, both with Betfred. So if you if you adjust your stakes accordingly, you can actually win if they both, uh, for, for both, if uh, one, of, one of those two should be coming out first. I know there's been a lot of hype on Clyde, uh, Clyde Edwards, a Hilaire. Yeah. Um, but they are, they are those two guys there, Swift and Taylor. Um, again, like they're both with Betfred. If you, if you kind of, Put your stakes in the in the right way. You can you can win on both. So uh, you'd only be gubbed gubbed if Hello uh, is there. But it, how how do you feel about the running back market? Um, I would not be backing Swift and Taylor uh, to do to do that. Uh, it's it's a bit of a weird market because uh, Clyde is the more of the pass catching back, and obviously the way the league is now, they're becoming more and more in vogue. So I think there's a slight outside chance that um, Clyde is going to could well be the first one off the board. I don't think there'll be one in the first round. Um, I don't know whether I'm sticking my neck out of it there, but uh, there's only one, maybe two teams that would possibly take one at the end, or the back end of the first round, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, yeah, I'm not going to take either of them. Swift has had barely a word mentioned about him. Taylor obviously had a good combine, and he, what, 6,000 yards or something in college, wasn't it? So... He's got a lot of um, tread on the tyres, whether that will be a positive or a negative, I don't know. But mm-hmm. like I say, I think Clyde is more the more adept pass catcher, despite him being a little lad. He's um, a very good route runner and um, yeah, quite quite a talented uh, running back. So I think my money, if I was going to bet on that, I'm not personally, but if I was, it would probably be on the outsider. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I've done well to suppress any jokes for uh, involving Taylor Swift. Um, moving on, <laughs> moving on to a top a top offensive lineman. Uh, it's actually quite an interesting one this year. You obviously assume that the first offensive lineman is going to the Giants. So if you're willing to bet on this market, it might be worth trying to follow a few Giants people and kind of see what the inkling is there. Obviously, you get yeah, potential that you know maybe an Isaiah Simmons uh, could go there, or you know, maybe someone different as well. But you, you have to believe. Well, I know, I know the Giants like to kind of throw a spanner in the works, but um, yeah, you, you think you go at four. If not, the next one, the next realistic one's probably the um, Cardinals at eight. But let's take a look at the players. You've got Jedrick Wills four six, Tristan Worth seventeen to ten, Mackay, uh, Andrew Thomas five to one, and Mackay Beckton ten to one. Uh, Mackay Beckton was quite a high price. I thought it was. Yeah, that was uh, a bit bigger than maybe again. That's how I'm not not too keyed in on 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 these players, but um, obviously Beckton and Worse had uh, fabulous combines as well. So, uh, and it's a it's a it's a weird str- uh, dynamic for the draft this year because obviously GMs and scouts have not really had chances to to get these players in, and interviews probably been a bit delayed and a bit different from from previous years as well. So, you know, this year more so than probably any other that we're ever going to get you're going to get people going off slightly different things and kind of going a bit more off gut. So um, what, what did you, what did you make of the, uh, the offensive lineman? Yeah, I, um, I had a little bet on Beckton 
couple of weeks back, and then the next day it was announced about his failed drug test. So mm. that um, I think that's why he's slightly big lads now, because obviously sure. there's that bit of news around on him. Uh, Tristan Wirfs has been the number one pretty much all the way through the process until um, early last week when Dan- Daniel Jeremiah said that he thinks it'll be Wills to the Giants, which is why the money's come for him, and now he's he's the favourite. Um, it looks like Andrew Thomas, from everything I read, he's probably the most pro-ready and the best left tackle out there. So I'm, I don't think he'll go first, but um, I think it will be Wills to the Giants, just from the few little whispers that we've been reading. Um, but I, I do like Andrew Thomas, and I've got one, I've got a bet on him later on if we um, talk about draft position later. Cool. Yeah, and then the near the market that I thought, I thought was quite interesting, uh, obviously you're not going to get Rich betting on Joe Barrett to go first pick or Chase Young to go second overall yeah. pick. Obviously, if you think anything different from those two, you can make a bit of money if that does come in. But third overall pick, I thought, was, was quite interesting. You've got Jeff Okuda. Uh, obviously, this is a Detroit Lions pick as it stands uh, before the draft. It, kind of They get on the clock or before any trades or anything have, have happened or might happen. Um, but Jeff Okuda, 7-4, I thought would be a bit shorter. Uh, but it's probably skewed by the fact that a lot of people seem to think that uh, Miami uh, especially would be trading up to three to come and get a quarterback. So that's why Tua is nine to two and Justin Herbert is five to one. Um, question for you, Adam, do, do you think that obviously the, the, all the draft is done online now and uh, well, for this year and it's all done through rooms and do, do you not think that a trade would already be done for two or pick two or pick three, considering you know the climate and the way the draft's been conducted. Or do you, do you still think it can be conducted the same way as it would do, like say last year? Um, there'll definitely be feelers out there. I don't know whether it will be kind of confirmed in well, whether it'll be a verbal agreement at the moment or whether true, true. how far they've got. Um, but I, I definitely believe that there will have been talks and. There's been a lot of stuff released that even uh, the Redskins are even offering, well, not offering, listening to our offers for it. But that's just due diligence. They're, they're pretty much locked on, as you said, to do to Chase Young. Whereas the third pick, the Lions, I, I, don't, I don't really know. There's been a lot of garbage out there recently about that pick and the stuff out today about the, the Dolphins moving up two spots to take an offensive tackle just yeah, seems ridiculous stupid. and yeah, yeah I, I can't believe for a second that's correct but that's that's what's in the air at the moment but um yeah it's it makes the third pick obviously really tough to to figure out because if you think that they're moving up because they think the Giants are going to take Wills then I guess taking Wills as third pick is probably the one you want to go for but I honestly I don't think that will happen I think the Lions will probably stay stay put and I think they'll probably take um Akuda, but um, it makes it a very tough one to to judge because we really don't know who's going to be picking there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, let's move on to some some other markets then that are available across the book, you know, across the different bookies. You've obviously got player player position markets, so you know for that you've got we we went over wide receiver, running back, and offensive tackle, but you can obviously have people like uh, cornerback and safety and all the rest of it as well. So uh, make sure you go and get a, a little look at those. Some of the tight end, obviously another one, uh, but you're not going to get too. Uh, too rich coming on those uh, you can also bet on stuff like you know which player uh, is going to get drafted in terms of position so you know um, the one thing I will say with, with that market is look at the look at the number and look who's out of the pick so for instance if you've got yeah Isaiah Simmons is six and a half for the Chargers or Justin Jefferson's 21 and a half which is the Eagles pick um, kind of have a look around to see who's going if you're going under look and see who can maybe take that player earlier or look to see if that 
you know the player assigned to that number isn't isn't potentially going to go there and kind of uh, for for the overs. I don't, I don't know if you have a kind of a uh, a way you decipher those the player positions. Yeah, basically what you said. Um, obviously, I have <clears throat> excuse me, I have in my head who I think is going to be um, what what. Uh, sorry, yeah. So if say like you say, you've got if um, someone uh, Cole Komet is one that I'm backing to be taken later than his line. His his line on Paddy Power is forty one and a half. So if you look at the 41st Oof, yeah. pick, 41st pick is Cleveland Browns. Um, they're not going to take a tight end. They just signed um, Austin Hooper. Mm. Uh, and then you look at the teams before, you got the Tex, um, the Texans, Dolphins, Panthers. Panthers could, but I don't think it'll be Colcomet. Um And then, yeah, it's basically just doing that, just looking through players around. Well, obviously, you have a kind of idea in your head of where you think the value is for these players anyway. Mm. And then, yeah, have a look at, have a look around at the position yeah, uh, and see who's picking on that pick and see whether you think that that's the one or not. Yeah. And now some other markets you can have is a team to be uh, played to be drafted by certain teams. You can also have, I'm not sure if this was the same last year. I'm pretty sure it was, but you can have them um, for most of the teams are up on there and you can choose what, what, what side of the ball they go with, with their first pick. So for instance, um, you know, Jacksonville, I think were, uh, odds on to take a defensive player with their first round pick or you know Dallas which will have come in my yeah. um Dallas first pick being defense two at five is absolutely nailed on um but yeah again some of them you're not going to get rich on but if there's one that maybe is quite close maybe is a pick em, or maybe that you think that you know the odds against uh, the odds against shot might be might have a chance then it, again you can maybe get a squeeze a little bit of value out of there as well so um but there's a hell of a lot of markets that you, you can bet on there's any anything that, that took your eye um, yeah, there was only one team on the offense defense thing. It was the Ravens. Um, I'm, I think they'll take defense. Um, that was one one point seven five, mm. which is between eight eleven and eight to eleven, and uh, slightly um, small shorter than that. Uh, that was the only one in the offense defense that I landed on eventually. There's a lot. Of, oh yeah, there, there's, a, there's a couple of bits of value to have. There's a lot. There are some winners out there, but there's more losers than there are winners. So it's very hard to kind of navigate. So kind of again, just stick to what you know and don't try and go too, go and too mental. But uh, that being said, it's time for the hundred pound challenge. Um, I'm not quite sure how we come. We're going to do this because it's been a while. So <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll I'll start off with uh, with my biggest bet. Um, for me, and I've just seen a price change on this one as well. It's my map selection for. Um, for the for the challenge, uh, Simmons Isaiah Simmons uh, draft position under six and a half, so pick six or lower. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, or six. Uh, that's eleven to ten now with William Hill. So slightly odds against. So obviously that was a bit of a pick uh, a bit earlier, but William Hill offering eleven to ten on that. So I've stuck thirty three quid, uh, thirty three quid on that. You can tell what I, what the price was beforehand, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that, that was my biggest bet. Um, my and my nap selection. Uh, what, what's your what's your biggest bet or what's your nap, nap selection? Um, yeah, I, I don't agree with your nap at all. I'm sorry. I just don't. Uh... It, it, yeah, um, I, I won't. I won't go into that anymore. But um, yeah, <laughs> my um, my best bet is Andrew Thomas uh, under ten and a half, under pick ten and a half. That is now um, one point seven seven. Which I know you get annoyed with me doing this. That's right. Um, I did write down what it was. It was like ten to thirteen or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I've got thirty on that one. Um, yeah. I, I think he'll go number ten to the Browns. I did originally have under eleven and a half. Um, with bet three six five, but they've reduced the odds on that. Um, so yeah, I I think he'll be top ten. There's a lot of hype building on him, and a lot of um, whispers going around about 
um, a lot of offensive tackles being taken in the top 10. So I think that's uh, that's definitely my nap for this one. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, no, I really like that. Really agree with that. And I stuck, I stuck 22 quid on that as well. So, um, okay. Uh, moving on, another one I've got is uh, Jeff Akuda under four and a half as well, 10 to 11. And obviously, we just talked about the, the, the third overall pick, but you kind of get another pick wiggle there at number four if the Detroit Lions, well, I'm not saying the Giants are going to take them, but um, yeah, I just think uh, Jeff Akuda under four and a half, I just think the Detroit Lions are going to stay there and you've just got a tiny bit more of insurance for yeah, not too much of a short price. So I've just uh, stuck a, a tenner on that. Um, the other one I've done the top three exact order um, Jay Burrow Chase Young and Jeff Okuda was even money uh, I think that was with Skybet give me two seconds let me just look at my prices but didn't you say didn't you say Jeff was seven to four to be picked third that is very true yeah so I've just done myself Sorry. out of the money there, yeah. Yeah. There you go. May, may as well just take the seven <laughs> to four instead of going for the uh, exact order that is true yeah, that is very true. Okay, I'll, I'm going to adjust this then. I'm going to have to adjust my £100 challenge. We'll put all these on the website and we'll put these all on social media as well. And don't forget to get in touch with us with your best bet of uh, best bet of the draft as well. So I'm just going <laughs> to... I've just totally balls that up. Give all that <laughs> advice at the start and then just just uh, fall right into, right into Look, a manhole there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, so yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get you out of it. My next one. Um, yeah, my next one is Ross Blacklock. He's a defensive tackle. He... The only place I've seen him mocked to is the 49ers at the 31st pick. And I'm nine, not 90%. I'm fairly sure the 49ers are going to trade out of that pick because they don't have anything after day one until round five. Um, and I don't think anyone else is going to take him. So you can get uh, basically him not being picked in the first round is 10 to 11 on William Hill over 32.5 mm. um, for Ross Blacklock. Uh, yeah, and I've got 20 on that one. Cool. Uh, so the, the, another couple of bets that I've got then. I've got Justin Jefferson uh, to be drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles at 7-4. to four. I've seen him, uh, I, think, I think, by the time the, the Eagles on the clock, the big three obviously off the board. I think Justin Jefferson kind of in his own little tier at number four there. Um, I think I've, I've seen a lot of mocks with him going going to there. And I'd say look, it makes a lot of sense from an offensive side of things uh, as well. So, um, yeah, 7-4, whilst it's a bit skinny, I've just stuck at 8 quid on that with, with, with William Hill. Uh, and then to end off, I've got three, well, I've got, I've got kind of three request to bets, but one's Jalen Hurts to uh, be drafted by the New England Patriots at 6-1. to one. That was with Skybet. Uh, and then I'll, I'll let you get through the rest of yours because I've got a couple of requests to bets towards the end. Um, yep, I've got a couple of uh, tight end related ones. The one I mentioned earlier, Cole Komet, uh, over 41 and a half. And that is five to six on Paddy Power, uh, 20 on that one. And then related to that, I think there's a fairly, there's a better there's a better than seven to one chance that Adam Troutman is the first tight end drafted. Uh, he's more of the playmaking tight end like uh, Evan Engram, more of a kind of big white wide receiver kind of type rather than a blocking tight end. Mm. And again, the league seems to be kind of enjoying them at the moment so I've got 10 quid on Adam Troutman at 7-1 to one to be the first tight end um, and then my final one which I'll just chuck in now and you can do your requests uh, under one and a half safeties in the first round that was 9-10 to 10 on Ladbrokes um, it looks like Xavier McKinney I think you're very high on him for, for Dallas he looks like he'll be gone but I don't think Grant Delpit will make the first round so just one in the first round for me um, so mm. yeah 20 quid at 9-10 to 10. 
Yeah, not bad indeed. Okay, a couple of fun ones in just to finish us off. Uh, Jerry Judy to the Raiders and uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa and DeAndre Swift to be drafted by Miami. That's 33-1, to 1, uh, five with Skybet. So, again, three players, which, again, you're asking for a lot. But 33-1, I thought it wasn't too bad. And yeah. um, by the time the Raiders are on the clock at, at 12 or 11, wherever that's 12, isn't it? Um, certainly one of CD Lamb should be off the board by then. And uh, Jerry Judy would be the next one up, I thought, because the Raiders love drafting uh, big school kind of guys, Alabama, Oakland, and the rest of it. So, uh, Jerry Judy and Tua, Tua and Swift you know, feasibly could be uh, Tua could go at five and then Swift maybe in the second round so uh, I thought that was worth a stab at 33 as well it was actually quite good uh, value that one and then the other one was at 20 to one it's Derek Brown to be uh, drafted by the Carolina Panthers Tristan Wirth to be drafted by the Arizona Cardinals and Andrew Thomas by the Cleveland Browns that's 20 to one and that's five yep. uh, five <laughs> run that as well so yeah, that, that one's in my bet slip at the moment. I've, uh, I've been looking at that one for, for a little while, to be honest. The uh, the Browns and the Panthers, Wirfs and um, Andrew Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that one's a decent value. And I, I I think the other one's fairly good as well. The uh, Judy um, Judy and the Miami Dolphins ones, I think that's a decent yeah. price as well. Yeah, they all um, yeah. sky bet, were they? Yeah, uh, yeah sky bet, yeah. Yeah, all sky bet. No, no, no doubt by the time you get there, it's all gone. But so, More than um, likely. But yeah, we go. Um, okay, cool. Are you, are you staying up for the draft? Uh, plan to. Yeah, I'm off. Um, it happens to, to be. Fr- yeah, Friday happens to be my day off work, um, which landed very nicely last year. I thought I'll get up. I'll stay up until the Bengals pick. Um, we were obviously fairly high last year, and then I ended up staying up until five a.m. and watched the whole thing. So, I think the adrenaline of having hundred quid on Quinn and Williams in the top three last year kind of pulled me through. Hmm. and uh, I'd, I'd imagine there'll be something similar this year so yeah, yeah plan is to bit of nap after work on Thursday play um, a few hours of Warzone and then sit down and watch the draft there you go there you go what a way what a way to spend the evening um, yeah <laughs> just to remember that we'll post these on the website 14yards.com so don't forget to go and check out Adam's good good work at touchdowntips.com as well um, and I say we'll put these on social and put all these a uh, couple of the staff have got involved with the £100 challenge as well so we'll stick again stick all these up on the website but let us know if you want to get involved as well by, by all means make sure it's mythical £100 and make sure you can only uh, spend, spend what you can afford in these strange times obviously uh, maybe yeah. some there's some people out there that can't maybe afford what they used to because they've uh, either been furloughed or, or whatever so just make sure whatever you are betting betting responsibly um because yeah there's nothing worse than having a bet on something when you've probably spent a bit too much so that would be my advice <laughs> um we're, we're gonna get out of here we'll be i don't know when we'll be back we'll be back probably up not for a while i would have thought from the from a betting standpoint um hopefully the season rolls around uh, fairly swiftly and this coronavirus stuff gets out of the way and doesn't affect the nfl so do you, re- do you reckon we'll have a delay to the start of the season I, I don't think so. I think it could be a completely different landscape by then. But um, yeah, I, I think if anything, there'll be games. I think the season probably will start on time. Obviously, it's America and they don't really place a high value on people's lives. So I think that they'll figure <laughs> some way of, uh, of getting games, whether it's behind closed doors or whether they just, frankly, just carry on like normal. I, I don't know. But um, I, th- I think we'll be fine by September there. Fingers Maybe, crossed, yeah. anyway, because yeah. uh, I need it. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Maybe we have to do a, a special uh, pod on some uh, Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay specials, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's uh, that was an interesting move. Yeah, interesting indeed. Uh, I'm sure we've got we've got all summer to talk about. It. So we're almost here. We get <laughs> yes. out of uh, we get out of everyone's ears. Uh, I've been Susan Lambert Monk. Uh, I've been your host. We will speak to you very soon, indeed. It's uh, so. In the meantime, it's goodbye from Adam. 
Welcome to Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. And it's goodbye from me in the great words of Kevin Cadle. It's a bye-bye for now. A bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards. Or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.